Welcome. You are listening to Central Synagogue's podcast, featuring sermons, lectures, and conversations from Manhattan's historic Central Synagogue. I'm Rabbi Angela Bookdahl. Each week, we invite you to listen to messages of strength and hope given by our clergy on Shabbat or Jewish holidays. You can also listen to audio recordings of other programs and lectures given at Central by subscribing to this podcast on the platform of your choice. If you'd like to watch our live stream services or learn more about our congregation, I invite you to visit us at centralsynagogue.org. We hope you enjoy this week's sermon. And raise me up to a world living, oh, safe from the storm, in the shelter of your shadow. We will always remember the ways that this year's Passover was different. Laptops and iPads instead of play settings, PowerPoints and PDFs instead of Haggadahs. But during our big central synagogue virtual Seder, there was one sweet moment that felt familiar to me. When it came time for the blessing over hand washing, we honored Dr. Janice Schaefer and her son, Dr. Scott Farber, for their holy work during the first days of the pandemic. And I immediately thought of my grandpa. My grandpa, Dr. Sidney Ross, was born from moments like this. He was a beloved pediatrician and a renowned specialist in infectious diseases. And he was the type of person you wanted to be your doctor. He was kind, gentle, fundamentally decent, If you called him at dinnertime worried about your child, he would tell you to come in at 9 a.m. the next morning. And if it happened to snow that night, he would wake up early and walk to the office to make sure he wasn't late. But more important than all that good stuff, he was a religious hand washer. My dad told me that whenever he did not engage proper hand-washing protocol, Grandpa would chastise him. Don't you believe in the germ theory? I've thought about my grandpa many times during these past six months. When I stand at the kitchen sink and soap up my hands, I sing happy birthday to him twice. Since that Seder back in the spring, Our world has suffered incomprehensible loss. We mourn 108 loved ones of our central synagogue family, over 200,000 Americans, one million people around the globe. Every year, we bring to Yisker our private heartache. But this year, we also bring the crushing burden of our collective sorrow. Yet during these past six months, whenever I've come close to despair, I've remembered my grandpa's optimism. His hope ran deep. It was the kind of hope that only a pediatrician could possess. The Yizker prayer that we say on Yom Kippur is of course about memory. Yet the beginning of Yisker actually points to the future. 
Yizkor Elohim, God will remember the souls of our loved ones. With these words, we hope that when we remember, God will remember too. That God will remember the souls of those we love into eternity. The words of Yisker transform our memories into hope. The rabbis who authored Yisker understood something essential about the stardust of our souls. They understood that our memories are not made of mundane matter like metal or clay. They're made of light. Take a look at your portable ark and read the words of Chana Senesh. There are stars up above so far away, we only see their light long, long after the star itself is gone. And so it is with people that we've loved, their memories shining ever brighter, though their time with us is done. But the stars that light up the darkest nights, these are the lights that guide us. Those lights give us direction. They give us strength. They give us hope. There's a story about the great Jewish mystic, the Baal Shem Tov. He too was born from moments like this. At times of great hopelessness, a plague perhaps, the Baal Shem Tov would go to a secret place in the forest, light a special fire, and say a prayer to God. And hope would return to the world. When the Baal Shem Tov died, and hopelessness came back, his disciple would go to that same place in the forest, like the same special fire. But he would say to God, I don't remember the prayer. But I found my way through the forest, and I lit the fire. That must be enough. And hope would return to the world. And when that disciple died and hopelessness came back, his disciple would go to the same place in the forest, but he would say to God, I don't remember the prayer. I don't remember how to light the fire. But I found my way to this place. That must be enough. And hope would return to the world. And when that disciple died and hopelessness came back, his disciple would hold his head in his hands and say to God, I don't remember the prayer, I don't remember how to light the fire, and I don't remember the place in the forest. But I remember the story. That must be enough. And hope would return to the world. The story of the Baal Shem Tov's sacred fire burns with this radiant truth. Our memories are enough. Even in the midst of this terrible pandemic, the luminous memories of our loved ones are enough to get us through this darkest of nights. I'm blessed with many memories of my grandpa, but if you ask my mom and dad, 
they'll tell you about my grandpa's hands and not just about the legendary hand washing. His hands were as big as pillows. They were so big that he could hold a newborn baby in just one of them. Like the Baal Shem Tov's disciples, disciples, disciples. I never saw this miracle. But I carry with me the memory that one day my grandpa washed his hands, walked into a room, and scooped me up in one hand for the first time. He smiled at me. The light of his blue eyes shined in mine. Fifty-seven eighty was a year filled with impossible darkness. But each of us here today is remembering a light that shined through that darkness. You have a photo. You have a handwritten recipe. You have a gold ring. You see a sly smile. You hear a belly laugh. For me. I'm still held by my grandpa's hands. These are the lights that guide us. May those lights shine even brighter in the new year. Gemar Chatimatova. May we be inscribed for blessing in the Book of Life. And know all of your ways and wisdom. Whoa. Thank you for listening to this edition of Central Synagogue's podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you're in the loop on future episodes. And please follow us on social media or watch our live stream at centralsynagogue.org, our Facebook page, or on national cable at the Jewish Broadcasting Service. Thanks again for joining us. Eloheinu